Hey, Rich. Hey, Michael. And hello, everyone out there. This is Bit Punch Radio, episode 009. Today's episode is going to be a mixed bag. Uh, I wanted to steal that from all the games writers out there that still continue to use that. Uh, I love when I'm reading a review and I see that because I just know how much backlash that they're going to get when people see mixed bag in the <laughs> review of this game is a mixed bag or these these features are a mixed bag. So I just wanted to steal that and name our news episodes mixed bag because this episode's not going to be just be mixed bag. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we don't have like a central topic. So we just have a bunch of little topics we're going to be discussing. And then towards the end of the show, we're going to be discussing our month uh, comic pick, which is East of West Volume 1. So curious if you've uh, went ahead and started reading Volume 2 on that. But what a crazy-ass comic that is. So we (laughs) will be discussing that at the end of the show. But uh, first off, hey, uh, happy Black Friday. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is in a couple days, isn't it? Yeah, it's when we will be releasing this episode. What do you, uh, what do you, what do you got your eyes out for? Well, not a whole lot. I'm gonna try to buy an Xbox here in about sixty seconds, ninety seconds. Okay, um, <laughs> but uh, Walmart's uh, putting some more stock up. Um, I'm, I'm actually, actually, one thing I'm looking for is I'm kind of in the market for a new. Uh, like external SSD that I can hook up to my MacBook Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of redoing my work from home setup with a new desk and uh, kind of getting, I'm trying to optimize that setup, kind of put this microphone that I'm talking on on a boom arm and all sorts of fancy things. Nice. So my, uh, my MacBook Pro is only a 256 um, gigabyte oh. hard drive in it. And I, I think it's an SSD in there. But yeah, it's really small, and recording this podcast and saving these big files has uh, put a strain on it. Um, uh, yeah, and I have yeah. a lot of design and web development stuff on there too. That's you know over the years has accumulated. Um, so yeah. I love when you get froggy and start pulling resume play files out and send them to <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> that's usually when I start like having to delete things, and it's like, hey, you haven't opened this file in five years. It's like, right? Oh, that's all the old. <laughs> video game or like web design stuff or like stupid things that I made, you know, like little yep. one-off things. Um, so yeah, that's one thing I'm going to look out for, for sure. You looking mm-hmm. for anything in particular? So, uh, I bought my TV. Um, I have a gaming monitor now. So now, well, you know, Rich, I'm kind of at this age now where I think I get more excited when like a real nice kitchen appliance goes on sale versus Mm -hmm. if like fire emblem three houses is 30 bucks it's like okay that's fine but uh i really want this so we use an air fryer on a daily basis and we love this thing we we stick everything in it and everything dude everything yes like uh my wife has been making biscuits in it that is an absolute, you've just assaulted my very soul. <laughs> what the hell? You just, what, what, I don't know what words. Just, did you just say you're putting biscuits in an air fryer? Yeah, and they they turn out we perfect. Shut this down. Just turn this off. <laughs> just, we'll just start over. 
I'm telling you, man, we stick we stick everything in there. And and so ours is kind of small. And so we're looking for like the next size up. We have the Ninja four quart. And we're looking for the six quart one. Okay. I hate to interrupt, but uh, it is 901. Walmart has went live. I refreshed. Click your buttons. Click I, your buttons. I, I I'm talking. As, I'm talking. I refreshed as soon as it hit nine. Okay. Maybe a All little right. bit before. We're going to get this. And it went to the, oh dear, something went wrong. And it's a picture of a reindeer. Hold on, hold on. Are you trying it on your phone? Yeah, everywhere. On my phone, on my computer. Okay, I was going to say, they say they say that it's uh, you might have better luck if you try to load it on your phone. Yeah, no, I'm trying in two different places at the moment. Oh my gosh, mm, this is An exciting. error occurred while adding an item to your cart. Please try again. <laughs> um, yeah, this has been the experience of trying to uh, get a console in 2020. Oh, we're back to the deer again. Nope, it's 9.01, so they're all gone now. <laughs> and then what'll happen is is like three minutes from now it'll let me finally add one to my cart but then it won't let me pay for it which is great i love that so you sent me the tweet with the announcement and I'm, I'm i'm assuming that was wario 64 that posted that but yeah it's literally like everything is going on at nine <laughs> they're not gonna stagger it at all nope. it's like here's all five here's all four consoles for you to try to buy at 9 p.m good luck yep yep yeah. And it's hilarious. Like, I saw. We've, hey, we've said it before. If they would just get on Squarespace, <laughs> they would not be having this issue. <laughs> I don't know why they just don't get with the times. Oh boy! But uh, yeah, so like, <clears throat> I was looking for a TV, but I just ended up finding that price error at Sam's Club, so I was able to snatch that up. But no, I'm uh, I'm not really looking out for anything. I've been buying some board games. Um, yeah, no, there's, um, I, I thought about, like, I, I made that joke about Fire Emblem. I did think about picking that up, but it's just real silly for me to try to buy a game right now. It would just be a waste of money. Um, Final Fantasy 12 is about to hit Game Pass, and that's one that I played quite a bit of. Um, and so I'm looking for, like, the handheld game that I could play that I could stream to my iPad or something um, like laying in bed or like on the bike or something. And I figured that would be a good one. So my initial thought was like, well, I'll just play three houses like that. But uh, I've wanted to get back and try to finish final fantasy 12 for, I don't know, a decade now. I don't remember what it first came out, but uh, yeah, it'll be that in cyberpunk for probably shit. I don't know how long. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what is, what is, uh, what have you been up to? Well, I've been playing what's a been, decent what's amount been new of, with you? yeah, I've been playing, still playing a decent amount of, uh, Valhalla, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I don't know if it's just the story missions that I'm doing or like the part of the game I'm in, but it's basically the same thing over and over again. Um, mm. with the way the like story is going, basically, um, you're trying to like spread your influence and like gain these alliances in England and it's just like, mm-hmm. hey, you got to go and you got to do these things for this guy that kind of wants to be the king but isn't the king, but you got to make him the king. And then you do a bunch of shit for them and then, you know, things happen. And so so far, like three of the alliance things have basically played out that way. They have been interesting, I will say. Um, but it's just a little, just a little bit samey for me, um, which is mm-hmm. a little disappointing. Um. Walmart update. They're already sold out. It's nine oh four. 
Um, <laughs> it literally just won't even, it just doesn't even work. I, I, on, on this note, I saw a tweet of a guy who uh, took a picture of it. it. looked like about 30 PS5s stacked up in his living room. And he said, fuck your feelings, digital 900 uh, disc eleven hundred dollars. <laughs> oh my! And he gosh. literally has them stacked up to his ceiling in his living room because <laughs> he's he's obviously used bots or something to buy them. It's, right. I mean, it, it's hilarious. Um, but now I'm kind of. I really hope he doesn't sell them. Right. Yeah. 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 But uh, now I'm kind of kind of cooling a little bit on Valhalla. Um, that's really the only game that I've been playing a lot of. Um, other than Halo, yep. um, I did actually start uh, um, sketching a little bit again, like actual drawing. Um, I've had this, I've had this iPad here for like I don't know, like eight months, um, and I've, I've like messed around with some of the like sketching apps with the pencil and things like that, uh, but <laughs> never, never like really seriously. And my uh, my kids have kind of gotten into like drawing a little bit because they're like five and two. So they like to sit down and like color. So I've been like Googling like simple, like animal images, like draw two circles and then put ears on it. And Hey, you drew a rabbit kind of thing. Um, And so I've been doing that like on, like on the weekend mornings. And then I started like actually sketching stuff and they're like, Whoa, dad, you know? So (laughs) so maybe I should start doing this again. This is kind of, kind of nice. I kind of forgot what this was like. Um, so my daughter was really into the color by numbers thing. Have yeah. You seen that? Yeah. My kids like yeah. that. That's a pretty big yeah. kindergarten activity. It seems like, um, yeah, but yeah, so I downloaded procreate, which is kind of the sketching app for iPad. Um, kind of messed around with it a little bit. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, I definitely want to kind of get back into it some more for sure. Um, so that's been a little bit interesting. It does kind of make me wish I had like an iPad pro, like a bigger iPad. But, oh no! Uh, yeah, not that bad. <laughs> yeah. This is the point where, like, yeah, I can see how this would be useful, but not yeah. like four. Like, well, you should have got are... the you should got the air and got that point two inches bigger, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. You fucked up. Yep, big time, big time. Is is uh, Procreate? Is it pretty uh, difficult to understand? And what I mean by that is, could I hand that to my daughter no. who's eight? No. Okay. No, it is a. It is a Photoshop type uh, application. Like it is. Fantastic. I mean, I say that, but my two year old can operate a Kindle. Like I'm sure your daughter can operate, like understand some software, but like, like the way that it does, like opacity, opacity, and like the brush sizes is pretty intuitive. But like changing okay. brushes and like, I think I think she would be okay. But it's like, it's not going to hold your hand. Like you got to know kind of what you're doing to like draw and stuff like that. Like you'd probably have to like get her like on the marker one and let her like draw with the marker and stuff and then mm-hmm. kind of show her how to make it lighter and darker and things like that. But um, it, it's not definitely not like some of those color by number apps that are on the Apple devices. Right. I, I, I see that it's always like one of the top apps. And so I've, I think it's $10 on the store or something. It's really cheap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it seems like, People that uh, buy a pro, they normally are like, okay, the first app you have to download is Procreate. Yes. Because that's what you're going to want to use. Yeah, for so. sure. For sure. I haven't, actually, they just came out with Illustrator for iPad, and I have not messed around with that 
I've got a lot of experience with hmm. Illustrator, but uh, yeah, that's that's about it for me. I've I've uh, thought about trying to get my kids into some of those coding apps, mm. like the kid like Learn to Code kids apps. But yeah, there's one called uh, Google made one called like Grasshopper or something. Yeah. There's there's a ton of them out there. Isn't there a uh, like uh isn't there a hardware uh thing you can buy like at the store it's called like uh Coda or something like that? I it's like know. orange like you can buy a little like laptop and you can like code it like code programs on it and stuff. Hmm. I've I've even toyed with the idea of grabbing like the educational version of Minecraft. You know, mm. just just doing little things like that. Um they would probably be interested in but I don't know. I'll go back and forth on that. I think it's neat, and I think it's it's probably a really good thing to try to get kids into if they show interest in that. But I don't know. They there's they they have a ton of e-learning, and so I always I hesitate to try to push more than what they're doing now. It kind of surprises me how much they get sent home. But uh, anything else? Mm, no, not really. I'm gonna talk about the desk in the desk setup once I get that in, uh, hopefully before the next episode. Um, Hey, I, I recommend you, uh, grab like a little desk sound bar. Really? Yes. So I have, I bought one. Um, I, now I have headphones that I, um, I have a pair of Bose headphones that I like to wear, but if I just wanted to play sound out loud, like if my kids are in here, you know, I'm playing divinity or something and, um, I'm, I'm just not wearing a headset. Uh, I bought a little 30 something dollar one, uh, Tautronics from Amazon and I, I really like it. Okay. Now we have, um, we don't have a, an, like an Alexa device in here or anything. Uh, but it was, it was just nice. Like sometimes I just don't want to wear headphones. Uh, but the sound was coming from my monitors and it was sound like shit. So I was just like, well, I'll just find like a cheap little sound bar, like uh, a USB powered one. And the one I got, I, I really like it. Um, it's just, it's nice to have. I don't, I didn't want like, you know, external speakers and like having to fuck with wires and stuff. So this was just like, I can, it's tucked underneath my uh, LG monitor and just kind of out of the way. But it's just nice to have like a little bit nicer sound than something that would come from a speaker monitor. Yeah, I do have a uh, one of those Google hockey pucks sitting on my desk. Okay, so yeah. I do, I do use that quite a bit. Nice, okay. Uh, so, broken record time. Um, I finished Age of Empires. Credits actually rolled on that. That surprised me. It came out of nowhere. <laughs> I, I like i was not expecting that to be the last mission uh even like how it wrapped up it was just kind of like seemed like it was going to continue on but then credits started rolling i was like okay cool i, w- I immediately uninstalled it <laughs> so i'm like i got that i'm done credits roll i don't care <laughs> let's just move on to the next thing um i'm playing divinity i'll probably be playing that for the next i don't know six months probably uh um uh, wrapping up rage 2 hopefully i really want to finish that before cyberpunk comes out and i i have not been playing paper mario uh, my kids have not been asking i finished like a couple boss fights in that game and i don't know if i've just lost interest or my kids just don't really seem like they care 
that may go back. I don't know. Um, I might try to pick it up again, but um, I'd like to talk about the Mandalorian, but maybe we can leave that towards the end of the show where we're, we plan on spoiling stuff that we're going to talk about. Okay. Um, but that's, you know, that's really all I've been up to. Uh, I'm having uh, a dilemma on what I want to buy cyberpunk for. So right now, uh, they they released the specs for PC uh, just this week, or it's like updated specs. So I've seen specs before. Yeah, they it was uh, th- ray tracing specs. Yes. So I have an RTX card, but it's a 2060. It's really nothing special. But I don't think if I wanted to turn ray tracing on, I don't think there's no way. It's it it needs at least a 3070 is what they're recommending. Holy cow! And I have a. I have a 2060, right. so um, it's it's not going to run it. It especially wouldn't run it at 1440p, which is what I would be trying to push. So I don't need ray tracing, but I'm also a little hesitant on is would my computer be able to run it even at 1440p? Because if it's only going to do 1080, I'm going to be pretty upset about that. And I, I wouldn't want it. I would want to buy on an Xbox. So I'm just having this dilemma, like. Do I want to relax on my couch? Yeah, but you might be able to run two hundred hours. Frames, though. Say that again. I don't know. You might be able to run it at a higher frame rate. Maybe. I don't know what the. But it, I don't know if they've announced like what. Because we both have like base Xbox ones, not even the One X. Like I don't know if they've even announced what that's going to run at on those consoles. Because that's going right. to be a lot. So like know, if you're running it at 1080, it might you might be able to run it at 60 or 90 or something higher. Right. But I've got a 4K TV now, and so I've got a, a decent gaming monitor, but I've got a really nice TV. So do I want to sit on the couch for 200 hours and play this game, or do I want to sit at my desk and play this game? That's that's where I'm like having this back and forth. Yeah, um, I can't make up my mind. I'll probably I will probably end up with an Xbox, so I might as well go ahead and get it for that and just kind of put up with it on the. Um, 1S right now and just let it do its upscale thing as much as it can I'm just uh, I, I'm curious how much they're going to optimize for it so I'm probably just going to wait for reviews I want to see reviews of people running it on a 1S because even you mentioning that Valhalla is not running great makes me a little nervous that I don't know if yeah, I, I just don't want to I just don't want it to be a hassle to try to run Cyberpunk yeah, I did. I did see that CD Projekt Red um, has posted in the last couple of weeks. Um, they actually posted to their Twitter account like a side by side of like Xbox One X versus Series X. And mm. then just the other day, they posted like a PS4 Pro to a PS5. And so mm. they've deliberately, I don't think, shown any of like standard PS4 or standard Xbox One, which is. Maybe nothing, but I don't know. <laughs> not great. Not, yeah. My only my only thought process is is that game has been in development for a long time, and it was supposed to come out last April. So this was not like a game that was made for the new consoles. Like it was made for the previous generation. Oh yeah. Now obviously it's gonna it was it was gonna have like Xbox One X enhancements or like Pro enhancements for PS4 Pro. But 
and then obviously with the new consoles coming out and as that date got pushed i'm sure they you know they've obviously pushed um pushed for the new consoles to do updates but um yeah i don't know right. I'm, I'm i'm pretty i'm kind of worried about it i'm i'm really interested to see how it runs on stadia i'm i'm mm. thinking about like eating 60 dollars just so i can know how it runs there <laughs> But the only crappy thing is there that like the saves aren't going to transfer, so you can do 4K on Stadia. Yeah, yeah. If you pay for it, if you pay the 9.99 a month, you can mm-hmm. do 4K. Okay. But see, I've tried like when I did have the Pro, the Stadia Pro, I tried running. I think it was Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and then Dest. I think Destiny ran at 4K. I'm not sure. I know Odyssey did, and it did not like running it at 4K. I played Destiny in the browser on. Stadia and it was not a fun experience. It was really dark. Yeah. But also maybe it was nighttime in the game. I don't know. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if I'm real nervous about them not showing it on a one S because right now they're trying to drum up hype. Yeah, that's true. And why, why would they show, you know, Hey, here's it running at a 1080 or a 1050. Basically the worst version of of those. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I get that they're, that's not really their demographic right now. They want to show ray tracing off and they want to show, you know, if you drop three grand on a, on a computer, here's what you make this game look like. Or if you, the, one of the lucky ones that can hack Walmart to giving you a series X, here's what it can look like for you. But yeah, that's kind of, uh, up in the air right now. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Rich. We'll find out in two I don't weeks. I don't know what I want to do. <laughs> two weeks it comes out in two weeks Gosh. from the day this podcast goes up, or well, a little less than two weeks. Are you taking off? Um, probably not. I don't know. I need to look at my like PTO situation at work because we're only allowed to carry over so much. So I might actually have to take some time off. Yeah, I have um, some days to burn. I might take off. That's a tenth, I think. I might yeah. take that day off. Yeah, that'd be a good day to take off. And hopefully, <laughs> if we get it for like Xbox, we could preload it, yep. and then we'll just sit on Discord all day and play it. Hell yeah. That sounds like a good day. I can do that. Yeah, all right. All right, so uh, I've got a couple news articles here that I thought would be interesting to talk about. So actually, since we're talking about Cyberpunk, I'll go ahead and cover this. Um, so have, I know you're trying to stay away from spoilers of Cyberpunk, and so... I won't talk about anything like that, but um, previews have been running. So they've uh, a lot of game reviewers were able to play the first six, play the game for sixteen hours. So basically, you, they just kind of had free reign to do whatever they wanted to do, uh, but they only had probably two days to sit there and do that, which would be such a grueling thing. Like I love video games, but my gosh, I couldn't imagine just sitting there for two days and playing that game for that long. Um, but the game still seems buggy, they say. I'm sure they've been running it on nice consoles, probably um, the latest and greatest. Um, but they, the map size, people have been talking about the size of the map, which I read somewhere that it, they were talking about how it's one of the biggest maps, but that was debunked. It's about the third of Red Dead. And it's uh, Skyrim is a sixty percent larger map. So if that tells you anything of how big this city is going to be, 
it seems like it's a little more manageable. I don't want a 200-hour game, but apparently that's what we're going to be getting. I just, I have a hard time dedicating that. I just burn out. And I don't want to do that with this game. I really hope the story is there to keep me engaged. Yeah, I but. think the map size is... That's maybe a little, like, clickbaity. I think. Because if you mm-hmm. think about, like, Red Dead and Skyrim, those maps are 90% empty. Sure, yeah. Like, Skyrim has, you know, like, 10 or 12 decent-sized cities... Red Dead has a couple decent sized cities, but um, and then obviously Cyberpunk is going to be a actual city, like a modern city. Um, right. I did see I did see a comparison um, of like Night City, which is the city in Cyberpunk, versus Los Santos in GTA Five, mm. and it's quite a bit bigger than Los Santos, like the actual oh city, like the actual city portion of Los Santos, not the whole GTA Five map, because. A lot of the GTA 5, GTA 5 map is like all the outskirts, you know. Sure, um, yeah. But like the actual city portion, like Night City, is is bigger. And I guess, mm. I guess one of the from the little bit that I have seen is is verticality like plays a role. Like you can go up and down different floors of different buildings. Um, I don't mm. think like every building is going to be able to be gone in. That'd be a little crazy. Um, but it seems like verticality is going to be a pretty big. Uh, pretty big part of that game so kind of like spider-man be able to swing around (laughs) maybe maybe yeah who knows only Um, only on the ps5 version (laughs) right if you pre-order and then i know we have plans in the future uh to we're probably just going to talk that game on an episode and that episode is going to be called cyber punch <laughs> i keep wanting to name that game when i talk about it cyber punch yeah. so it's it's locked in <laughs> um so let's pivot a little bit what dc movie have you watched lately that you've that you really enjoyed like this new this new bunch of them yeah sure uh, the one Superman, one Man of Steel. Okay, that's it. So, gosh, that's been a long time ago. No, I did watch. So have no, you... I watched Batman vs Superman, the stupid Martha thing. Yeah, yeah, I watched yeah. that. That was a bad movie. Yeah, so um, I'm a huge Batman fan, right? And I was so excited to watch that movie. And I think we had a babysitter lined up to go, so like me and my wife can go watch that movie. Yeah. She really didn't care, but she was just like doing that for me, you know. And so the babysitter fell through. Well, like last minute, she called one of our friends and and she she came over. It was a really, really sweet moment. You know, I came downstairs like in my underwear and like ran into our friend there. And I was like, oh, geez. (laughs) So uh, went and seen that movie and was just so hyped and walked out of there and was just so confused at what I watched. And yeah, the whole Martha thing, the whole like final battle with, um, who am I thinking of? It's not Dark Seed. Or is it Dark Seed? No, I can't remember. Whoever it was, I mean, that's how bad it is. I can't even remember. But uh, just really, really disappointed uh, in how that movie turned out. I watched, uh, I was in DC on a business trip and I watched Shazam. I thought that was okay. Uh, that was a pretty decent movie. Um, 
but yeah, there there really hasn't been a good one. Birds of Prey, I know we talked about that on an episode, a uh, previous episode, and it was okay. They're just all like, they're fine. It's just, and there's nothing special to it, nothing real memorable about it. I thought the first Wonder Woman was good. And so they're, uh, they announced that they're going to launch day and date on HBO Max and in theaters uh, hmm. on Christmas. So Wonder Woman 1984, you'll be able to watch at home, you know, on Christmas. And... I wanted to include that because first off, I know we talked about movie theaters in the past as well. And, uh, you know, like how upset we are that movie theaters are going away. Now I don't care because I've got a kind of nice setup here. And I would probably much rather just watch movies here as much as I can. But, (laughs) uh, you know, there's there's a movie theater that just opened up down the road. And it's uh, it's kind of sad, you know, that there's they're going to be struggling to stay open during all this. I know AMC, they, I think it was AMC, they ended up closing their doors again. Um, and the theater down the road is called an escape theater. It's really nice, but they, you know, they just aren't keeping customers in there at all. So uh, I just thought it was interesting. They, were, they had so much back and forth on if they were going to release this movie on streaming services. And they finally announced that they are. And when I was looking for different news to talk about on this episode, I, I came across this NBC New York headline that just said wonder woman may have just saved christmas which i think is a little uh a little crazy (laughs) to say about uh christmas i don't know how wonder woman would would do that but uh i don't know i'm i'm kind of excited to watch that at home uh i thought the first one like i said was was pretty good and the fact that they're going to be releasing this movie that they were probably expecting to make you know half a billion dollars in theaters you'll be able to just watch it at home (laughs) <laughs> and so I wonder how I wonder that's how how that's going to affect movies moving forward if they continue to do this because even uh, Soul it's a Pixar movie I know Pixar movies don't make a ton of money in the box office but I've always really enjoyed Pixar movies and Soul is going to be releasing uh, on Disney Plus and it's part of the package so earlier they released. Um, I think it was Milan and you had to pay $30 on top of your membership to watch that movie. Uh, so this will just be, they'll just drop it on its release date and you'll be able to watch it from home, which is kind of cool. Um, I don't know. Just thought that that was interesting that more and more people are starting to open up to that or more and more companies are starting to open up to that. And I'm excited about that, but it's also, you know, kind of sad for movie theaters because I do enjoy going to the theater, but it is an expensive endeavor and you know, maybe I don't have to do it as much anymore. Uh, since we have all these different streaming services, how many streaming services are you signed up for? Oh boy. Um, Netflix, Disney plus, um, I think, I think I got a year of Apple TV since I bought that phone. Um, Mm -hmm. but I don't ever use it. I think that's actually Mm -hmm. it. I think that's the only actual streaming. Oh, YouTube TV. We use YouTube TV. And you don't do Hulu? No. Okay, so we have the Disney Hulu ESPN package, which I don't really watch ESPN, but um, we have that one in Netflix and Amazon. Do you have Amazon? Uh, yeah, we. I mean, we have Prime. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I think uh, we have all. I think we have like pretty much all of them. Uh, we don't have Peacock, but uh, yeah, I don't really see a reason to have that right now. Except there's a video game documentary I'd like to watch on there, but. 
Uh, what else do we have on here? Uh, I thought it was interesting that Apple is dropping their fees for some some small businesses. It doesn't seem like it's all of them, but... I think uh, it's anybody who makes under a million dollars in a fiscal year. Okay, cool. Yes. Um, so, Epic made pretty big waves doing this um, back... That's probably been a year ago, a year and a half ago, maybe, where they were saying if you sell stuff on the... Uh, you know, unreal items or whatever. Um, their split was ninety three seven, and they really tried to encourage other companies to do that. Now, yeah. Epic Epic's in a situation where they're making a ton of money on Fortnite, and so they felt like they could do this, and they were trying to give back to their community, which was a really nice thing to do. Like it was great of them to do that. And there's. Apple's been kind of under fire a lot lately where with their practices of their store, you know, like pulling different, um, you know, they um, Xbox was trying to release xCloud. Now they're going to get around that because you'll just be able to stream it through the browser. And uh, GeForce Now is doing that. And, they, you, you know, Google, they pulled Google Stadia's app, I think, or maybe Stadia didn't ever have an app. And I know that they that was in the news a little bit, but. Uh, you know, so they, they've always had like really strict process processes with their store. And now the fact that, and they, uh, sorry, so they were on a 30, 70 split. So if you released an app on Apple store and it sold for, uh, you know, I'll just say $10, you would make $7 and Apple would make $3. Well, now with this, you'd be making eight fifty, and they're going to be making, you know, a dollar fifty, which is, it's a good thing that they're doing that. Um, I know, uh, a lot of companies are still probably at that 70-30 split, but it's it's kind of nice to see how much Apple's been pushed that they're actually going to react to this. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I, I would say the percentage of of uh, like of their revenue from small businesses that are under a million dollars in a fiscal year is probably such a small amount of like their overall revenue that right. literally it would be like pennies to them. Like, well, so, I, don't, so I, I, don't, I mean, I, think like if, if you make a million dollars, they're giving up for every million dollars, they're giving up $150,000, which I, I know what you're saying to a company that size that is pennies to them, but that's still, it's still pretty significant. Right, and then and it's then, good for like indie indie developers that that are looking to get into this. You know, they can they can though? start making because a little bit more make money. It, does it make it? Does it flood their market more now? Like, uh, does it does it make more people want to make apps? The app store is already a complete and total disaster. Like, so like two things there: like more people make apps now and put in app purchases in there because they're getting half the cut as long as they stay under you know a million bucks a year, whatever that is, um, and then. Is Apple going to promote those people the same since they're making half as much? No, but you're right. Yeah, that store that store is a mess to try to navigate. Um, but don't they still have to go through an approval process to get your stuff into the store? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So maybe it is going to open up more. I, I, and then I you know, me and you are going <laughs> to me and you are going to build an app, and it's flirting at nine hundred ninety thousand dollars, and we're going to be like, stop buying no it. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to lose money. The stupid thing is, like, (laughs) if you want to buy a Kindle book, you can download the Kindle app that you can read books on from from your phone. 
and you can browse the Kindle store on your iPhone. But on that app, you can't make purchases. You have to go to Amazon.com yep. or open up the Amazon app because for some reason, Amazon is like the only company that gets a free pass. It's the same with Comixology, the comic book uh, end of that that Amazon owns. You can be in the Comixology app. It's trying to sell you stuff. And it like took me a minute when I first had this iPhone. Like, how the fuck do I buy this? Why is it so hard for me to yeah. go buy this? And I have to go go to their website to buy it. Um, and they, they got in trouble, too. Apple got in some trouble with WordPress. WordPress had, had released an app. And yes. they, I can't remember what it was, but Apple was like, you guys need to put some, you know, put some stuff in here that make people pay for something so we can get our cut kind of thing. Like, like they didn't have in-app purchases in there and like Apple was pushing them to put something in there. And it's just like, hmm. Yeah. So WordPress.com, you can buy like an up, I mean, it's free, but you can buy an upgrade it to give you like more more features in, yeah. in your back end. Yeah. It was the dot com. Yeah, thing. so it's and they were they're wanting that cut of that. Yep. But That's but bullshit. why can I why can I order all my groceries on the Walmart app if I wanted to do like a pickup? Or why I I mean I shop on Target's app. I mean I do all that stuff. So it's so, it's so, kind of crazy that they so Apple's argument that they let that, that stuff yeah, slide. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't that doesn't make sense. Yeah. So Apple's argument to that is um most of those apps end up using Apple's payment system when you build the app. Amazon doesn't, Walmart doesn't, like a lot of those bigger retailers don't. But some of the smaller ones do, like use their 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 payment system. And by doing that, they feel like they should get a cut. And they probably mm. should. But 30% is like, holy crap. Especially when you're not even charging Amazon anything. Right. Like, yeah. imagine if they got in an argument with them. Imagine if they pulled Amazon from iPhones, like, That'd be catastrophic. <laughs> oh my and, God. Like imagine like what percentage they'd be arguing over because half a percent of every sale on Amazon is probably like who knows how much money that would be. Billions. <laughs> like they would I mean, be arguing over ridiculous. like, like no, it would never happen. Amazon would just be like, screw you guys. Like right. we're going to be around. Nobody's going to buy your phone. Like we'll make our own phones. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Fire phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, well, that's that's really all the news. I've, it's been a slow news month, you know. I know there's been some stuff, but we've we've kind of you know we cover press conferences, we cover some of the bigger stuff in in earlier shows. So this was just some of the stuff that I picked out um, that I know we haven't really talked about. Do we want to talk about the game awards? Uh, to be honest, I haven't really paid attention to them. Um, it's kind of weird they're having a game awards without Cyberpunk being out. Um, but that's the that's the situation they're in. Um, I don't even know when they are. Yeah, so I have this pulled up here. It's um, looks like it's going to be on, oh December tenth, Cyberpunk Day. Oh, great. Yeah. So, uh, I thought it like so. There's they have a ton of different categories, and you know when when we first started recording, I was like, Oh, let's go through and pick our pick who we think would win. But there's like 30 categories. And that just seems like that would not be the best thing for the show to do. Uh, so I just, I I'm just want to know, like out of the nom, the game of the year nominees, who do you think is going to take it? And this year's picks 
are The Last of Us Part 2 from Naughty Dog, Doom Eternal from id Software and Bethesda, Final Fantasy VII Remake from Square Enix, Animal Crossing New Horizons from Nintendo, Ghosts of Tsushima from Sucker Punch, and Hades from Super Massive Game. They have a typo there. Wow, they have two typos in their story. Look at that. Uh, good job, MSN.com. On your it's uh, Super Massive. Right. Yeah, that's uh, it's almost like a bot wrote this or something. <laughs> Uh, who do you, who do you think is going to take it? Who I think is going to take it? Um, yeah, who do you think is going to run away with it? Probably, I think it's a no-brainer. I would pick Hades. Hades is the best game I've played all year, and I haven't played a ton of it. But right. I feel like... Who's, who are they going to choose? Uh, Animal Crossing. Wow, that's not what I would have picked. Really? Yeah, I was, I was going to say The Last of Us. Yeah, I mean... I could see that, it, but Animal Crossing has been they had that whole Joe Biden thing in Animal Crossing. Like that's kind of that's kind of broken the fourth wall a little bit. Uh, that's no longer allowed. Did you see that? Yeah, I did see that. But yeah. that game kind of penet- made a penetrated the uh the uh, TikTok world a little bit. So Yeah. I, I could see it uh I could see it maybe winning. Hmm. It's funny that, oh. yeah, in 2020, the game of the year doesn't include Cyberpunk. <laughs> right. Or Assassin's Creed. Yeah. You know, and, like, I don't even know if these were the these are the games that I would choose. I know it's been a lighter year. I get that. But, like, Doom, uh, Ghost of Tsushima seemed okay, but I don't remember people going nuts over it. Like, Hades, absolutely. Yeah, the Final Fantasy VII remake. That's not even a. I just I don't. It's just a strange, uh, strange list here. I'm scrolling through this through this list of all the different categories, and I haven't even seen Assassin's Creed nominated. What about uh? Here, let's just pick out a couple here. What about best games as a service? Hmm. So it's Apex Legends, Fortnite, Call of Duty Warzone, No Man's Sky, or Destiny. I would go No Man's Sky. Okay. The stuff that they have done to that game is pretty insane. I would say Fortnite's probably uh, won it like three years in a row, probably. Yeah, I think uh, this is probably the year where No Man's Sky could say that they've had their, you know, a lot of improvements. Like, Like, think about that. It says games as a service. You can't buy any. You can't pay for anything in No Man's Sky. Like there's no microtransactions. Every other one of these games has microtransactions. You can't buy anything in No Man's Sky. So that's really weird that it's even in here because it's not really a service. There's nothing to sell you. That's right. Kind of, that's kind of messed up. <laughs> but like all their all their DLC's been completely free, which is awesome. But. I mean, the reason why they make DLC for Fortnite, Apex, Call of Duty, and Destiny is because they want you to buy more shit. They want you to keep playing to buy more, you know, cosmetics and, you know, packs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, There's nothing like right. that in No Man's Sky, though. That's, that's really strange. I'm, uh, I'll, I'll probably, I'd say best game as a service, I would probably go with Warzone. Yeah. It's really funny I haven't because I played it. I'm just I'm assuming that's who's going to win. Almost all of these, almost all of these um, categories have the same like four or five games in them. 
Like it's the right. same games over and over and over and over and over again. It's like, uh, okay. All right, so we're going to pick out a couple more of these. What about what do you think for multiplayer? Best multiplayer games. It is Animal Crossing, Among Us, Warzone, Fall Among Guys, us. Among Us, or Valorant. It'll yeah, so us. I'm. I would say I was going to say that as well. So I'm writing this down. Yeah, that's hot right now. So I would say definitely yeah. say that. Yeah, I could see Animal Crossing taking this one, but I actually don't think it's got the best multiplayer experience. So my kids play it with uh, the neighbors and like seeing, watching my wife, like, okay, now you have to buy this Dodo ticket. Okay. Now you need to give them a thousand bells. Okay. Now you need to punch in this four digit code. (laughs) Like, it's like, oh my gosh, just fucking let them visit your damn (laughs) island. Jesus. Uh, What about independent game? Best independent game. Sorry, I'm taking notes really fast. Uh, so it's a Carry On, Fall Guys, Hades Spelunky 2, and Spiritfarer. Spiritfarer uh, was a pretty good game. I like that a little bit, or a decent amount. Um, yeah. But Hades is, Hades is probably Hades is the game. talk of the town. Spelunky kind of came out, and then like nobody talks about Spelunky. Right. Like, I feel like there was a lot of hype for that, and then it came out, and then it was like, oh, shit, it's more Spelunky, and then nothing. Right. Yep. It came out during Hades, right? Didn't they kind of go hand-in-hand hand together? Uh, I don't think probably... it was quite that close, but probably not yeah. too far away. Yeah. And everyone just kind of latched on to the ladder. But... All right, just because I know you don't really care about this category, what's the best RPG <laughs> so again there's a typo wasteland 3 they have it as w-a-s-a-t-e-l-a-n-d-3 man this is crazy so they've got a uh, for best rpgs final fantasy 7 remake r-e-e-m-a-k-e this is embarrassing uh genshin impact persona 5 royal wasteland 3 and yakuza like a dragon um i'll say yakuza People are pretty hot All on right. Yakuza, Yakuza right now. All right, Rich is wrong with Yakuza. I'm writing that down. <laughs> and I'm going to say... That one's kind of hard. I haven't really heard much about Persona 5 Royal. Uh, I'm going to say Genshin. That's probably a little more niche, but I think that audience is pretty vocal. Let's keep scrolling through here. Family game. Nah, it's, uh, it's boring. Uh, impact game. Better community support is a category. What? Best action game. Half-Life Alex, Doom Eternal, Neo 2, or Streets of Rage. This is this is a strange... Hey, there's Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Innovation in accessibility. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Valhalla, mm-hmm. Grounded, Watch Dogs Legion, The Last of Us Part 2, or Hyperdot. <laughs> oh man, who's the best poor, esports poor team? Poor Hyperdot. <laughs> who's the best esports team? The San Francisco Shock, the Dallas Empire, G2 Esports, or Team Secret? Hold on. I do want to write this one down. Um, best esports. <laughs> I'm going with uh, San Fran Shock. Oh boy. 
because I really hate I'll that go, name. I'll go Team Secret. Um, who who's the best esports host? Um, hold on, hold on. Who'd you say? Who's the best esports host? So I think oh, I think Team, you, Se- team Secret. Yeah, I said Team okay. Secret. Um, so best esports host is I think we think you pronounce this. Okay, I'm gonna butcher this. Hefe Shioks, which is this, which is his nickname. Like deep, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce his last name. Alex Machine Richardson. It's pr- it's probably misspelled anyway. Alex Golden Boy Mendez, James Dash Patterson, or Jordan Shiver Vander Hygen. Like what? The Is this fuck? stuff like way more popular than I'm even aware yeah, of? It must be. It must be. I'm going with Golden Boy. <laughs> Ooh, best esports coach. Um, Coach, what the the, uh, the nicknames there are Zepha, Zonic, Krusty, Rambo, and Grabs with a Z. <laughs> uh, I'm going. Oh boy, Krusty. Oh boy, who you going with for the host? Uh, Rambo, <laughs> or no, the coach. <laughs> I, I I can't do this anymore. This is terrible. Hold on, we got to do this last one. This is a terrible Who's the list. best content creator? This is who's the best content creator? Uh it'll be Alana Pierce. Yes, it will. You're right. All right. So that's enough of that. All right, Rich. I want to talk about uh what's left on the show. We've got the, we covered that. That was a very riveting topic. Let's uh let's talk about uh the Mandalorian a little bit. Okay. So what do you what do you think about this week's as full spoilers for the Mandalorian and the comic that we're going to talk about East of West like moving forward. So if you don't want to be spoiled of a what a 7-year-old comic or an episode that you could probably write on a napkin. Oh boy. <laughs> I would I would um skip the latter half of this. So um okay, so the Mandalorian um I actually like this episode more than the previous mm-hmm. ones, um, just because it kind of uh, brought back the uh, what Gina Carano's character and then Apollo Creed's character. I can't remember their actual names in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but they're pretty decent characters. Um, yeah, and and it kind of built on the actual plot of the show, <laughs> so uh, right got into some off Gideon. Uh, you know, obviously, Mando is heading to find the Jedi, who is Ahsoka Tano. Um, and it sounds like this next this week's episode is gonna is gonna delve into that a little bit. But I liked it. Mm-hmm. I, I think it, it set up a bigger, um, kind of the bigger story of what's going on. It, it looked like Moff Gideon was growing like baby Snoke's. Yeah. And then he's got these big ass stormtrooper guys. Um, so yeah, there's definitely something going on there from, uh, that they need some more midichlorians from the child. Yep, they do. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of this episode. I think I'm starting to burn out on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to watch it cause we're all watching as a big family and, and it, again, it just looks really nice. Um, but yeah, they're just. It's. I know that they've invested in sets, or uh, you know, but it's. I just feel like. I feel like the Republic has their architect has a monopoly 
Yeah, I did actually. And okay, everything so, looks the same. Yeah, I did like the inside of that base that they went to. Like it kind of harkened back to like the original trilogy a little bit. Right. Kind of looked like the inside of a Death Star. Um, so I actually thought that was kind of cool. But you want to know my biggest problem with with that episode in particular and this show? Like where they put the panel to turn that on? No. Um, <laughs> where like the outfits, the costumes, all of their costumes are pristine. Like to the point that they look fake. Like that Gina Carano's character, like if you look at her costume, like there's no dirt on it, there's no smudges on it, there's no scratches on it, like it looks like a Halloween costume. Yeah. And like sure. like the same right. thing with Apollo Creed's character, like all of them, like it's just too everything's too clean. Like other than the inside mm-hmm. of the razor crest, everything's too clean. Um that's one thing that really stood out in that episode, uh, for me and I really don't know why. Uh hmm. you just like got dirty. Well, I mean, it just it it just doesn't feel like lived in. Like it's like not believable at all. Um, right. You, you didn't like the part uh, where Mando's trying to get Baby Yoda to put the right the, the blue wire into the red wire and the red wire into the blue no. wire. Oh, come on, man! Now, but my kids laughed at that. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's it's not for me, I guess. Well, it's it's I think that they're trying to, but. They're just, they're just they're really playing being, up on like the parenting aspect because we've all all parents have been there where like you're trying to get your kid to do like this simple freaking right. task that has like two steps and they just like like you give them the two steps and then they just stare at you like I'm fucking lost like <laughs> but of course he was gonna get shocked like you could yeah. you can just yeah. no you know it's coming and they're trying to build it up and it's like you're not I know what's happening here you're not gonna you're not surprising me at all, but my son belly laughed at that, so it was like, okay, well that's fine. But I heard that yeah, they uh, that there is a big monopoly on blue macaroons now. Oh yeah, people I've seen trying that, to find where they're the really expensive. That, yeah, that Baby Yoda stole from the kid in the school. <laughs> that's what he uses his force on. His yeah, food. yeah, he hasn't used the force the entire. Show so from the entire season so far, in many death-defying uh, situations where he actually could have used it, but yeah, the motherfucking macaroons—he needed those real bad. Like that kid needs to eat. Like I don't—I don't know what what the Yoda species you know does for the babies, like breastfeeding. I don't know what it is. That crazy milk that Luke was drinking and the the newer stuff, but you gotta get that oh, kid some God, food. Don't. What do you so? Guardians, uh, from Guardians Two, they made Groot. Uh, you know, Groot. Uh, spoiler: he he ends up getting pretty fucked up after the first movie, and he is a twig, and then he's a teenager in the second movie. Do you? How long do you think that Star Wars can play on Baby Yoda before they need to do something else with him? Give him more of a uh, more character around him instead of just being this thing that makes baby noises and is occasionally cute forever. They can do it forever. Yeah. Yeah. That's they, true. They, the fact that people are so obsessed with this thing when it's like the laziest thing they could have done. Right. Is, is telling like there's so many other things they could have done with this show, but they literally like on a whiteboard <laughs> somewhere. So was like, Oh, Whoa. the merchandise alone. I, I, yeah. Like, I was in Costco today and saw baby Yoda. Like that, the oh, Mandalorian yeah. is everywhere. 
Like he's everywhere right now. Like cover. Yeah, we have a we somewhere. have a baby uh, we have a baby Yoda Lego set and a box downstairs for the holidays. Oh so yeah, it's just it's and I I understand, but like on that point, they're they're allowed to be lazy. Right. Episode yeah. seven is probably one of the laziest things they've could have written. It's just a retelling of something that they told in the original trilogy twice. Essentially the same story. But it was the one that was the most critically well received. And people were crying leaving that theater, just like they're back, they did it, la and then they you know, they try to start doing different stuff with eight and it was like people did not like that movie. So they probably were like Here's a budget, um, but don't but write for the lowest common denominator. Don't try to bend anything here. Just write what you think your audience would want, and just feel free to kind of ham it up. You know, show show a couple characters from a from one of the cartoons, and that'll be enough for for people. And it's just I don't know. It just seems I felt like this episode was. I love the analogy of the side quest, but it's like going back to a side quest that I've done before yeah. already. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I already feel like that with this show and they're only on the fourth episode. So yeah, they have a lot of, how many episodes are in the season? Like nine. Uh, they did eight the first season. Cause I think it started with chapter nine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So to me, to me, they're the way these episodes have been, it's almost like it should be like a, 35 episode like procedural like they showed Boba Fett or the clone the Stormtrooper clone like in that first episode at the very end and have done nothing with that um, right in the previous episode of this one there was the the gal in like the hood that like you know Mando kind of gave side yeah, behind the boxes yeah, and then she disappeared um, yeah like the whole yeah I, it just seems like they're they don't have enough time to like tie it up and like actually build like a story mm-hmm. or like a, like a continuous story. Like if it was a 30 episode like season, then that'd be something different. Like they could, I feel like they could do these little one-offs like, Oh, we're going to go to this planet. We're going to fuck some shit up and then we're going to leave. Right. With this bigger goal right. in mind. But when you only have, eight but hopefully it episodes, has a consequence at some point in the story. Right. You know, are we ever going to hear about that worm that, um, no. Tim, him and T- Timothy Oliphant took out. No. no, that'll never be brought up again. May, maybe in a passing conversation, just like, yeah, and I'll fuck this worm up. Like, that. that's going to be it. It doesn't, it's not going to tie into their overall narrative at all. Well, no, so. they will because there's what, at least four episodes left and they have to go back to Tatooine at least three more times. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, right. we can't go more than one episode without the, the bitchy uh, uh, port lady. So, yeah. and and we'll have to see the X-Wing guy at least five more times. Um, yeah. yeah. There's only like two sets in that whole show. So. Right. Got to get him. All on. right. Well, that's enough of that. Let's talk about East versus West. So East versus West is our East comic West. pick. Sorry. Yes. Thank you. East of West. Uh, this is our comic pick for the month of November. It's written by Jonathan Hickman. And what... It, so I just... Okay, so I, I know I explained this on an earlier episode, but I was just looking for when 
my favorite series was going to return. Uh, it's called Saga, written by Brian K. Vaughn. That is, it's a very bizarre story, kind of like this is. And so I, I ran across a blog post where somebody was like, hey, if you're waiting on Saga, you should check out one of these other stories. And I just came across this and was like, okay, well, I'll throw this on the list and maybe we'll pick it up at some point. And we picked it up way sooner than I thought uh, we would. So uh, we read volume one. So that's what we'll be talking about here. Uh, it was the first five issues of the East of West run. It ran between, I want to say March of 2013, and it ran until December of last year. Uh, I think the final volume was released over the summer of this year. Uh, it was like a kind of a final tie-in, probably volume 10, I would assume. So... What did you? What's your overall thoughts of this? The plot is real fucked up. I mean, it's it is real bizarre. There's asteroids. There's a civil war going on. There's the the four horsemen of the apocalypse is in it. Uh, there's a message, and I don't quite understand the message, but I think I'm understanding it. That uh, okay. So hold on, I'm getting ahead of myself. So death. Uh, the story's kind of. Uh, uh, center around death and he rides this really cool like horse looking thing that is this crazy machine and, and can basically like destroy an entire army seems like because he's death right or is it am I, it's not death is it war no he's death it's it's one of the four okay. horsemen death okay right 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 okay yeah so he's so essentially he had he thought his wife was killed and he is now on this mission to go find his wife. Now, there's a lot of other plots of No, 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 these... no, no. He's not on a mission to go what? find his wife. He's on a mission to go get revenge. Right, right, right. Okay, yes, yes. And so the wife uh, is kind of locked up. She So she got her hands cut off because of reasons. And she's kind of like being held captive captured by her father and sister and i can't remember who was uh mal who was the what was the dad's name do you remember mal the fifth okay right right okay yeah so uh in this story there's again there's a lot going on like on the sidelines but ultimately it's it's him having to take on this army He's he's with the apocalypse, you know the the apocalypse. So they're on their way to to fight this army, and takes him out. And uh, the you're getting way ahead. I'm going to stop you here. You okay, get, please. Yeah, yes. Yeah, you're getting way ahead. So so let's go. Let's go like back to the beginning here. So so this game is basically set in present day United States, um, right? And basically like a dystopian future version of it, where like. Where basically the Civil War, um, like, never ended, and you had like the the like Union Confederacy and like I think like a Native American like arm of it, like they're all fighting and like there was like Chinese exile, like Chinese mm-hmm. something, yes. and then Texas, Texas. It's like uh, it's a little bit different history of the actual Civil War, um, but basically in like during that time period, it's a bit like the early 1900s. A um, a comet hits like somewhere in the Midwest. I can't remember where. Kansas and 
that impact, basically, like that comment, basically, like everybody goes, "Whoa, that was fucked up." We're all going to stop fighting. <laughs> right. And that site where that happened is called um, Armistice, like the site where the comet hit. And so basically like that, like, like the same day that the comet hit, they signed basically a treaty. Mm-hmm. And that at that point, like on that same day, um, two people, I think it was a guy in the Confederate Army, like a general or something, and then... Um, one of the Indian chiefs both basically had this premonition where they each were basically given like part of a prophecy. And so they like write it down and, and that's the message. That's the message. Right? Well, it's part of the message because then um, years later, um, one of the, one of the people in the Chinese um, side of things gets basically this, this, the last third of the message. Um, so then the message is whole. And so basically what ends up happening is the message is basically the instructions for how to make the apocalypse like happen. And that that's basically what the message is. It's, it's a prophecy of the apocalypse. So the four horsemen, death, war, famine, and conquest, they basically come about at Armistice, like so this comet site, and they, they go out and handpick what they call the Chosen. And so the chosen is this group of people um, that are that they're basically using as pawn, like pawns almost, mm-hmm. to usher the world into the apocalypse. Um, and like the president is one of the chosen, the the, oh, yeah. the head of the like basically the head of all those different places like Texas, China, Native American, like they all have like a representative at, that are like part of the chosen. Um, so the, and, and that kind of sets that up and, and like, there's some early parts in one of the first, um, one of the first, not volumes, what am I looking for? Issues. I'm doing this again. One of the first issues where, um, war, famine, and conquest are basically like killing people that are coming to Armistice, so the side of this comment to like, almost like pilgrim to it, like, like make a pilgrimage to it. And they just keep mm-hmm. killing them, and they have like all these bodies stacked up. Um, so it's kind of this weird, weird deal. And so um, then it kind of starts leading into you start getting like that whole backstory you were talking about with death. That's sort of trickled, trickled in throughout the whole five um, right. issues. Yes. Um, so basically, you 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 catch death, and he's got two um, basically warriors with him. Um. And he's he's basically looking for revenge for his wife's death, um, and so he goes and he kills the president, and he's basically looking. The he's going, vice president. Yeah, he's going to the chosen, um, all of the chosen, and he's basically trying to get answers and get revenge about his wife. And eventually, he goes to um, I can't remember the guy's name. I think he's he's not the Texas guy, um, but he he's one of the. Uh, one of the chosen, and he basically says, "Hey, your your wife's not dead. Your wife's alive." Like, mm-hmm. and sort of this is where she is, and he basically goes there and finds out that his wife's father basically had her locked up um, as part of like a deal with the chosen because his other daughter is one of the chosen. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she, and it kind of does this like weird like uh, like play on words where. 
like she beat death basically like she's death's wife so like she's the only thing that death can't come for right um so she's like makes her somehow more powerful um and yeah and then there's this like huge battle with her father and like death comes and basically screws up her whole like his whole army um yeah ends up she ends up killing her dad killing her sister um and then she's the leader of of that china kind of faction um and then like the whole time like the other three remaining horsemen are basically trying to get death back because death has basically just went on this like crusade um but the but the, the whole kicker to this is is death and um, I think her name is Zai or Zylan or something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. They had a baby. And so the chosen um, in the message are basically the, the chosen are the only ones that have heard the whole message. And the message has basically accounted for this, that death and um, Zai would have this baby and it's going to be, it's basically foretold to be the beast. So if you've never read like the Bible or like a Christian religious book, the beast is this, um, you know, creature that is going to come about during, you know, the end of times. Um, and so, yeah, the message says that their baby is going to be the beast. Um, and at the end of the book, you find out that they, the chosen have basically kidnapped this kid and they're using him for, I don't even remember what purpose they had him hooked up to all that shit. But yeah. then the book basically ends with death sort of leaving his wife who kind of doesn't want anything to do with him anymore because he kind of mm-hmm. left her, kind of kind of Tinder dated her, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, That's funny. And uh, so th- then then he finds, like, she knows her, her son is alive. And so basically they're, that's his goal now is he's going to go after his son. And then, that, and then that volume ends. So it ends on this huge fucking hit, like cliffhanger. Um, I, yeah, it, it's a, it's a messed up book for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of hard to follow at first. Um, I ended up, I think reading the first issue twice cause they, they just enter, I mean, they just kind of dump you into this oh, world. Yeah, it's just yeah. like, who are all of these people? Yeah, and, it, it took me a little while to, to kind of figure out what was, what was actually going on. Right. I didn't mean to throw the second one at you to be like real difficult, but um, I did. I I laughed at the scene when they, uh, well, it's, it's very sad, but you know, the president was kind of involved with this. So they kill him off and then they kill the vice president and they're like, all right, who's next in charge? It's right. Like, yeah, oh, they go the down attorney the general. And they're just like, all right, well, let's kill this guy. And then they get to like the, uh, I, it wasn't the education, but it was like the a treasurer or something. Like, all right, she's alive. Well, <laughs> like, well, endear. Like, I just thought that was kind of ridiculous. Old books, ridiculous. But so, have you have you um, picked up the second volume? Are you reading it? Yeah, I actually started it. Um, I haven't gotten too far in it, um, mm. but I have started it. Um, I did actually. As kind of muddy as that story was sort of told in that book, there's a lot of good writing in there. Um, yeah, that was probably my favorite part about the book. There's a lot of really cool art like, too. Like, yeah, really good art. Yeah, really good art. But just just like some of the wording about like 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 I was saying, like how she te- like she cheated death and like death can't come from her. I'm, I'm not saying it like word for word, but like the way that it explained mm-hmm. some of that stuff was really like a good play on words. 
and like uh, really interesting. But there was a quote in there. Yeah. There was a quote in there that I read, and I was going to pull it up here. Yeah, so like the book starts, and I think this is actually like the first, like in between each uh, issue, there's kind of like a little quote. Um, sort of like when you die yes. in Call of Duty. Um, the little Triforce. Yeah, yeah, the little Triforce. Uh, I think the first quote was kind of really kind of stuck with me, and it says, the things that divide us are stronger than the things that unite us. Mm. Which is what is that a quote from? Pretty true. I I don't know. I think it's from the book. Like it didn't reference anybody. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So the things wow. that divide us are stronger than the things that unite us. Basically, meaning like we're never going to be united. Like somebody's always going to be pissed off about something. Like the things sure, that bring us together yeah. aren't as strong as the things that make us want to hate each other. Which is pretty good good description of the american population at the moment <laughs> unfortunately like it just really stuck yeah. with me i read that like 40 times i was like man that is a <laughs> fucking good quote man that is a hell of a quote like it really is true all right rich um anything else we want to say about that east of west yeah, I mean, I I, I liked it quite I think, a bit. I I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to getting to getting back into the into the second volume. Um, okay, I think I'm going to read it too. So maybe we can just kind of touch base on it in a later episode. Yeah, I mean, it it, it Halo twos you like basically. It's like on a complete yeah. cliffhanger. Like it's like oh boy, now I got. Well, I at least need to see where this goes. Yeah, I gotta, and I gotta, then gotta, Fifty issues later, like okay, yeah, I got it. Well, now. that's fine. So I have a uh, I have a bad idea here, and um, we're gonna do a monthly comic, and I want to rank them. Oh no! So I want to see how far we can we can keep going with this. So right now we have our two comic picks have been the Long Halloween, and then East of West. Would you say that East of West was a better story than the Long Halloween? Or do, hold on, let's just do it on general. What you liked better? I know that they're completely different. So this is why I said it's a bad idea. But I just want to yeah, know. Yeah, like, I, I mean it's hard because, be. like we like we're talking about, like we've seen like Batman was like a whole story, like it had a beginning, a middle, and end. Like what we what we've read of East of West is like I don't even think it's the beginning. Um, <laughs> right. There really didn't like. There's no like wrap up. There was no middle. There was no nothing. Um, I don't, I'm kind of torn about it, honestly. Like, I, I liked Batman, and it was really good, but it was very much like a Batman story. Like, it was pretty predictable, in my opinion. Um, right. This is kind of interesting That's... that it's it's kind of playing by its own rules as far as East and West goes. You know the other thing that I got real vibes from in this book? Um, it really reminded me of the Gunslinger for some reason. <laughs> Yeah, so actually it kind of reminded me of Preacher. I thought of Preacher a lot when I was reading this. Yeah, I got like real Dark Tower vibes from Death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I like yeah, I like his look that he's all in gray. I yeah. Just, I think it yeah, really no stood color. out. Yeah. Yes, it was, it was uh, I like that little touch. Uh, I think I would probably rank this over Batman. Um, I think it's it's telling a... a definitely more interesting story, but it's, it's hitting a different audience too. So, 
to me, I would say East of West would be one and The Long Halloween would be two. But they're both pretty pretty good stories. I think I'd recommend them both for people that read comics. And now that I know that you like this one so much, I wholeheartedly recommend Saga. It yeah. is it is freaking incredible. Uh, I would, I it's on my list to cover it at some point. Um, and I wanted to pick back up on it when I would probably reread the whole thing again. I think it's there's probably been nine volumes of it. Um, but once they once the writer and the illustrator agree to start right, picking back up on it, which they said they do um, in 2021, I will probably read that entire series again. It is. It is incredible. It's it's and it's bizarre. <laughs> it definitely goes places. I mean, it was like in an episode of The Big Bang Theory. Oh, okay. Okay. Like it's it's definitely um it's it definitely is really popular. Um but it's it's a very bizarre story. Um so with that said, I'm gonna I'm gonna rank I'm gonna rank this as number one. So I chose for you. Um I think next month, if you are you good with what we talked about earlier? Yep. Yep. I think we're going to read Dune. So Dune has been uh, a, a so I have a hard time trying to get into a series that I know uh tapers off. I read The Gunslinger, I read the first 3 books of that series. And then I stopped. I th- Actually, I don't think I finished the third book. I think I kind of fell off of it. But it's hard for me to like really gain that momentum to read a new series. If people are like, oh, you can stop at the second book because it's not all that great after that. Um, so I've always wanted to... I'm interested in Dune. You know, they've, they've got the, the movie that's coming out. Um... And I want to know about that story. Well, there's a comic, there's a graphic novel that dropped. I think it was this month, actually. Yep, November. Oh, wait. It released yesterday, November 24th. Okay, cool. So uh, they have taken a lot of the fluff from the book. I guess it's like a, a, a retelling of the book. And uh, so I thought that'd be a good one for us to pick up on. And it is a contained story um, from the first one. I'm sure if it sells well enough, they'll they'll probably redo the uh, the other books in the series as well. But so Dune, the graphic novel, uh, is going to be our book for December, December 2020. Ridge, that sounds like that still sounds like a fake time. Um, but yeah, so uh, that is uh, that's going to be our pick, and hopefully it's good. And I think uh, some I've seen a couple reviews, and they said it was it, it was pretty stellar. So. That's all I got. Yeah, man. You got Good anything show. else? Good. No, man. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for the to get to this desk to get my desk set up. I'm pumped for Cyberpunk in a couple of weeks. Um, it's kind of a weird time here in America or the United States because it's Thanksgiving this week. But are you doing anything? We can't. Yeah, my kids. My kids got exposed at school, oh, so right. quarantined. Uh, so we can't really do anything. Um, yeah. It's really strange. Like I'm not going to eat turkey tomorrow. Um, it's it's a weird weird thing. Mm-hmm. Do, does your fam- has your family embraced the FaceTime? Uh, yeah, we've always kind of done that because for a long time we lived a long way from most of our family. 
Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's mostly the kids. Like the kids can't, like we can't do it with the phone because the kids want to hold the phone and then all the parents are throwing up because they're just throwing the phone around everywhere. <laughs> yeah. so, like I usually I'll use like my, uh, like my laptop or like our Google uh, Nest Hub or something that they can't mm-hmm. uh, get around and throw around and stuff. But we'll right. probably end up doing a fair bit of that tomorrow. Um, so yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be weird here. Weird couple months getting into Christmas yeah. and getting into the new year. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, we are, uh, I typically would see aunts and uncles and cousins and have a big family gathering, but now it's just going to be, uh, going to my parents. Um, yeah, it's, it's strange. Time hop will be interesting a couple of years from now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love seeing, you know, scrolling through time hop and it's like, here's where you were seven years ago. Yeah. And then there's going to be like a, a gap, <laughs> you know, where it's like, uh, you didn't really do a whole lot. Yeah. You played a lot of cyberpunk and yeah, you know, no kidding. that's cool. But. Yeah. Yeah. We should, we should definitely look into uh, playing that together a little bit, not together, but uh, maybe, maybe like you said, get on hop on discord and kind of, um, document yeah, our first I, playthrough. Uh, there's no multiplayer mode, right? No. It is... Okay. Uh, I didn't know if they had like some sort of bolted-on thing that they were wanting to do. Um, but... Uh, yeah, that I will probably take off. I think I'm probably I going will. to, too. We should, we should look into doing that, for sure. Yes, and I've got a lock on the door. <laughs> so I can lock them out. Uh, yeah, we'll... we'll see if we can't line that up but uh that's all i got rich so let's wrap this baby up let me find my mouse here because i always forget what our email address is hey if you want to send us an email you can send that to emails at bitpunch.tech you can find our website at bitch bitpunch.tech and if you want to follow us on twitter you can follow us at uh bitpunch so Wow. I'm going to go buy that um, URL if it'll let me and redirect it. <laughs> that's the second time I've done that. No, I did it the first time. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, hey, thank you, Rich. And we will be back next week. Thanks, everyone. Later.